This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Zone on Power 98.7. Hey, welcome back to the Power Zone on Power 98.7. Uh, we're still pushing it in the last day of uh, the show for the year 2023. Uh, there's so much love even on social media. Uh, so we really, really appreciate you uh, for starting the day with us and for being with us. Uh, even when we really maybe sometimes uh, more or less step on your toes or don't do things the way that you had, you would have expected or anticipated uh, for them to go. We appreciate the fact that we have an understanding uh, family here. Yeah, uh, that is always looking out for us and they want the best for us. So even in their criticism and in our debate, uh, we still come back uh, the following day and it's like it never happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's, that's <laughs> nice. That's the beauty of it all. But we have uh, Mudiba Peta who's on standby uh, right now as our sports commentator. We're doing it uh, with him uh, one last time uh, for the year. And you know, Mudiba has been one person that has been consistent as well. Uh, without fail, every Friday he worries uh, when I'm not here, when I'm not doing the show there's someone standing in uh, because he'll be like it's not the same you know yes. that tells you that there's so much work that he puts into you know this particular segment and what he brings on the table uh, with us uh, without fail every single Friday uh, Mudiba you've been a superstar of the show really I'm not sure what's wrong with your line I'll take you back to Lihu and then we'll engage Mudiba Peter there uh, so we're fixing his line uh, but he's coming through as our sports commentator, we're going to be going through various of the sporting codes here at home. We'll look at cricket, we'll go into rugby, we'll reflect on the year that was. This was uh, one great of a year, uh, Sandilia, where sports is concerned. I mean, they may managed to unite us. Uh, sports managed to really, really anchor us in terms mm-hmm. of ensuring that we also represented there on the world stages as South Africa. So it has been, uh, it hasn't been a bad of a year where sports is concerned. Yeah, yeah when you think about it, actually, and mm-hmm. it goes back to the words of the uh, former president to the late president Nelson Mandela and what he, and what he said about sports and mm. it bringing together the country and making us all unite and under this one umbrella and it doesn't matter whether you race your economic mm. background and whatsoever but we come together and celebrate with uh, our teams and it's, it's it's quite good and it's beautiful to experience mm. it i mean we it's i used to say it's history in the making it's amazing yeah. to be part of history in the making yeah. stronger and better together together mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that was the tag uh, that really gained momentum i, I remember um, even there was a poll around in terms of social media, uh, what was trending on social media that really, really made an impact around that time. And this is when uh, we really got a sense that a stronger and better together yeah. was the tag that really gained momentum. And all of these coming through uh, from the fact that we won the Rugby mm-hmm, World mm-hmm. Cup. We are a bunch of champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a uh, that public holiday that uh, was also uh, passed. So this year was a not bad of a year. The sports not came even. through for us. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it, not and I think sports is it's a nice way to just yeah. wind down and just 
enjoy life and enjoy what sports has to bring to you. Mm, I yeah. know, and most definitely. So uh, this morning with Modiba, we'll look at netball, we'll look at motorsport, we'll go into F1 motor racing as well, rugby, cricket, we'll go into soccer. So we are spoiled of a choice already uh, really uh, into Modiba's time at 17 minutes uh, past one o'clock. Are you at home? Uh, you're welcome to also call in and give us a sense of uh, what have you made or what did you make of the year uh, 2023 uh, where sports is concerned. I was just saying to Sandy Day here uh, that uh, sports came through for us in, in many uh, fronts on many occasions uh, in terms of uniting us especially as a nation here. Uh, uh, some people have a better understanding now of rugby there. <laughs> <laughs> rugby fans yeah. uh, uh, because of the fact that uh, you know we saw uh, these sports uh, really uh, come through uh, for us as South Africa. There was banana, banana there was a lot. Cricket, netball so really uh, we're reflecting with Mudiba this morning, but you at home, uh, we're still also there by X. We go by at Power FM 987, railing behind uh, the hashtag Power Zone uh, this morning at Katlero Lhodi underscore. Uh, let's go there by X and reflect as much as we can, uh, just uh, doing it uh, this time around uh, under the spotlight of uh, being the world of sports. Mudiba, uh, uh, good morning. Welcome to the show. It's a very good morning to you, Katlero and Sandile and the children of the as well as the listeners. And thanks for having me on this wonderful Friday morning. Yeah, looking forward to dissect and uh, reflect back from what has been a wonderful journey throughout this wonderful year. And yeah, then look ahead to this upcoming weekend as well. Mm, I mean, my, my face dropped there. I was like, guy, what, what is this line doing now? I mean, it's our last uh, time together on the show uh, for the year and we can't have that line uh, that is not uh, behaving here. But I'm glad that the powers that be managed to come for us uh, because these are the godly hours and uh, things are moving as they <laughs> should. Uh, but it hasn't been a bad year, Ben. When you look at the world of sports, I was just reflecting with Sandile here, uh, touching on some of the things uh, that really helped to ensure uh, that, uh, you know, sports is one that manages to come through uh, for us in many instances. Uh, there were issues around netball we hosted uh, here at home. We saw uh, motorsport as well, not doing bad F1 motor racing cricket. Uh, there was that as well. Rugby, you know, soccer. Uh, football, a lot uh, coming out of uh, the year. Uh, maybe I don't know where to start. Hey, let's let's start with netball. Uh, in the world yeah. of netball, maybe give us a sense of how did we fare uh, where this particular sporting code is concerned. I remember we were so excited. You remember that countdown that we had? Yeah, on the, the show? countdown. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, the part I enjoyed. I remember Sunday was also in yes. studio when we did that. So yeah, so that I I enjoyed that countdown as well. So yeah. we, we were so confident, and the, as we know, some of the children, school children, were so happy to even see our professional players mm. preparing so well at the Greenpoint Stadium. So and on the day, yes, we did so well in our first game. I remember we won the first two matches. I think our downfall was when we lost against Jamaica. That's where we made things very, very difficult. But then uh, as the journey continued, so we also lost. Uh, uh, and the, uh, how can I put this one? Australia, once again, coming into the party and destroying a surprise as well. As they also defeated India in the final. So we, uh, I remember 61-45 where they ended up being champions and the England runners-up. So, but unfortunately, on our side, we were, uh, we were the host, but we finished number six. So uh, it was not, not so good. But uh, but judging from how we organized the, the, the journey of this World Cup, it was just successful. Mm. So it had luck to, uh, to the country and also to our very own outgoing coach, Nama Plamba. Yeah, but there were a lot of lessons, though, that we really drew out of, uh, you know, the world of netball. Uh, we saw as 
as well that uh, trophy just moving from one uh, province to the next. People also mm-hmm. getting an understanding of really what netball was all about. Uh, we also came through, you know, in terms of uh, being the host to be the most, uh, because when you look at it, uh, this uh, can be described as one of the successful netball tournaments that have held or have been held uh, in the history of uh, this particular World Cup. Very true. And I also will give credit to the organizers of the Telcom yeah. Netball League. I think that the Netball League played a major role because with some of the players that participated in the Telcom Netball League, they were currently called to come and honor the caps for the country. So it also paid, paid credit to them as well. But then on the day, I think we choked away. I wasn't expecting us to choke because we are coming confident after having done well in 2019. Uh, yeah, very interesting for, on that part. Mm. So we're looking forward to, of course, uh, 2024. Give us a sense of uh, where this particular sporting code is as we speak right now. And what are some of those uh, big issues that we can expect uh, coming out of netball in 2024? Very interesting because if you can check, uh, our coach is she's gone. So mm. we're still awaiting the appointment of the new coaches. Currently, Nicole Kuzak and Kimisan Kauke are, are nominees. And they, and they did please tell the story of the fact that they are running interviews to appoint a new coach. Hopefully, in the first week of March, we'll definitely know who's our new coach. And then also, we received the news that the two of our players, our very key players, they have uh, uh, retired. Pumzama Wengi. Yes, and Kanisa. Yes, yeah. And Bongiwam saw me. That's where those players play the key in the World Cup. So we don't know who's going to fill up those void that will be left by those, those two players, especially the, the captain Ambel, because you look at Bongiwam saw me, she did so well for us eh, with those 171 caps. Very interesting. The Pumzama win as well, 122 caps. But also she gave credit to Bongiwam uh, Somi to our very own at coach, Nama Plamba, that she is a good role model with what she did with the country as well. So but then the only time following her is that she couldn't defeat her, her country as you know, she's from Australia. So that's where I felt, I mean, we could have done better because remember we, we spoke about the way the hood, what is a hood? And yes. That, <laughs> yes, it's a, <laughs> a consistent number of victories against the same team. So yeah, that's the only downfall of it. But yeah. All in all, it's good luck going forward. Let's see what's 2024 ahead in store for us. But hopefully, we will do well. But there's still five, first five to coming up in January. So hopefully, the, the interim coach that will be seated in yeah. uh, must do well so that maybe if they were to decide otherwise with the appointment of a coach, maybe she, she might spend a chance going forward. Let's wait and see. We are breaking this hoodoo, man, in 2024. So, <laughs> so interesting, Sandile, because, you know, one of the things that I've appreciated about uh, this particular segment yeah. was learning, mm-hmm. all right? I think each and yeah. every time uh, a Budibab would come through, there'll be something that I don't understand, and then we'll, uh, you know, more or less just discuss it, and then I have a better understanding the following time. Also, it has been an interesting one because... I now have a thing to say, right? <laughs> when yeah. there are conversations being held <laughs> yeah, and someone yeah. is talking cricket, I can come through and say, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? So it has been so amazing <laughs> because of uh, really what we get out of uh, this particular space. The word hoodoo, uh, mm. for instance, it really came out in terms of netball and Budiba had to break it down. Uh, and I'm sure also our listeners now have a better understanding of some of these terminologies yes. that exist within uh, the particular uh, sporting code. Are you a fan of netball? Were you really uh, observing it and, and following it? Uh, not so much, right? Mm. Until um, a friend came to visit me mm. and then he is a big fan of netball. And mm. then when he left, I started 
watching netball mm. <laughs> for some reason i started watching netball instead of uh, slowly getting interest in netball so i can say i'm learning the the, the lingo the netball mm. lingo and i think it's something that i'll constantly oh I'll start watching now since yeah. i have interest yeah and, and and one thing also that came out very strong mudiba and you can correct me if i'm wrong was the observation that are we seeing also the country uh, you know picking up momentum where male netball is concerned right because i think traditionally when we talk netball even when we were growing up you'd find that it's just a sport for ladies but we're seeing also men coming through and 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 forming part of this particular sport code i think it has to do with civilization mm. because when we, we grew up when, when we were still young it was only for for banana playing netball so mm. we were guys doesn't existing so lately because of civilization i see the same men's netball which they also participated i think in botswana so mm. but they didn't do that badly so but yeah just so good let's see even Um, maybe they'll do something come 2024 so it's good luck to them as well yeah do we see the world uh, the country warming up to that a particular aspect or we still have a long way to go here uh, where when you see someone in their tights and they're like I'm a, a netball player and we don't tend to give you the other look very funny part so do we still have a long way to go or, or we are welcoming we are an understanding nation so far in terms of that particular civilization that you mentioned I think up to so far we are on the right track so mm-hmm. it has to do with a uh, continuing uh, supporting it with the fans coming in numbers as well so mm-hmm. so far I'm impressed we are in the right track mm-hmm. ah, awesome 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 I wanted to move then to cricket Mudiba um, this was also a sporting code uh, that came through you know with its own dynamics we mm-hmm. saw also the proteas in action uh, we took in the third ODI those matches that took place so far also in the week that was let's also look at the results in terms of the protea women against Bangladesh how did they fare uh, here let's talk cricket Indeed, and you are so right there. So as the first match took place in East London, mm-hmm. there, so we it was last week Sunday, so we were so anticipating them to do well. Uh, the, the ladies of uh, our very own coach in Tenbrooking there, so they posted 131 runs after 36.3 overs. So the players were all piled out. So it was into, uh, to, uh, a good day to be on the, in the office on that day. So Bangladesh came in and posted 250 runs, uh, having lost three wickets. So uh, one of the players, Moshida Katun, they scored 191 runs. From 100 balls so they did so well as they, they won by 119 runs you can see that they meant business on the day so uh, as they took the lead of the one nil uh, heading into the second uh, ODI mm-hmm. series there but guess what in the second ODI series we turned up the tables this time and we posted 232 I should say 23 per two wickets where we lost only two two wickets after 5.1 overs one of our players the Anik Bosch did so well as she, she obtained 65 runs from 63 balls and you look at Bangladesh they only uh, obtained uh, posted triple two they prefer wickets there after 50 overs in one of the players Fagana Hagi they scored 102 runs from 167 balls they tried their best but it wasn't to be but on the day we managed to win that particular match by eight wickets so which meant that the the the, the scoreline was deadlocked at one all heading into the third series the third ODI series will definitely take place this uh, this Saturday which is tomorrow 
at Binoni. Let's see, two o'clock kickoff. Mm-hmm. How they fed up. So it's good luck to them. Hopefully, if they are to prepare victory here, I've mm-hmm. been on Protea women. We are definitely winners. So, so it's good luck to them on that regard. Yeah, no, uh, really, really, when you look at it, uh, there, there's just been confidence as well. I mean, the sentiment that I'm getting is that there's just a lot of confidence uh, coming out of the women as well as they go into this ODI. And uh, really, can this come through uh, for them when you look at how psychologically you tend to see players wanting to prepare or position themselves for victory? So if you see the sentiment then being about uh, positivity and the approach and the strategy uh, being around confidence, uh, will that actually help in this particular regard? I think it will help because if you, when I watch this crop of players, they are coming from the World Cup. The World Cup that took place, remember, in Cape Town around July there, so where we lost in the final. So the most of these players have got that massive experience, so they should do well. So we are playing at home. Uh, fans, they will come in numbers. You see, you know, as I've said, like, December is just a month of cricket, uh, both from the men and the women. So, but yeah, I think they should do well and should make sure that they, 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 they seal this one with a victory. So, so if maybe probably I'm one person that is like, listen, I want to, uh, you know, more or less base my entire holiday on cricket. Uh, where, 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 what are the, some of those gems? Where, where does one go? What is in the pipeline, especially for the first Eve season? Yeah, it's a lot because this cricket women, uh, the ODIF is mm. about to, to end this upcoming Sunday, yeah. uh, tomorrow, I should say. And then there's also the, 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 the what you call the Proteus men, the ODI, which we'll talk about them shortly. And then mm. there's also another appointment on Sunday on the 26th of this wonderful month. So mm. it's a five-day test. And then also in the first week of January, there's still from the third up until the seventh for the new year. It's a, it's a test for the new year against the same India. So this is the team that choked in the uh, World Cup. I remember so we played mm-hmm. against them. We'll talk shortly about them from the protest mate. So they are friends are upset for choice. So there are a lot of protocols taking place as well. So I can't wait as well to, to watch. Nice. The protest men? With the protest men, uh, I, uh, we saw them playing the first match there where uh, uh, they posted the uh, 117 there uh, from mm-hmm. the other side of the India there. So uh, after 16.4 overs, so they didn't do so well, but we did so well on the day as we posted 116 runs. So, but unfortunately, we lost that match uh, uh, by eight wickets. So India winning that one uh, in the first uh, uh, series there by one nil. So we're heading into the second series. We made sure that we worked hard. We worked our soft hearts and the, we, we posted 12.15 runs after 42.3 overs. And then Tony Dizouzi there in his debut match did so well as he scored 119 from 122 balls. So, and you look at India, they posted 211 runs uh, after 46.2 overs. So, Sai Sudha Hassan there did so well there as he posted 62 runs from 83 balls. So, uh, uh, KL Rahul as well tried his best 56 runs from 64 balls. But all in all, we managed to win by eight wickets. So we leveled the, the series one all. So and the study the was a third ODI series that took place. But unfortunately, we didn't do well in that uh, first ODI where India posted 296. So they first and they made sure that they, in that 296 they only lost eight wickets after 50 overs. So one of their players, Sandy Samson, scored 108 runs from uh, 114 balls. So when it was our time to bet, we only posted 218 after 45.5 overs. 
where Tony Gizos again had a stunning game where he posted 81 runs from 87 balls. But all in all, it was a good day in the office as we lost by 78 runs. India meant business. I think they repeated what we did in the World Cup where I remember they stressed 228. They stressed us 228 runs and it wasn't to be on the day. So this time around, they won the by 2-1 as the third series with its conclusion. So, but let's see as we are still going to play them in the test matches on the 26th of uh, this wonderful December. Uh, with a five-day yeah, series. Yeah, no. Uh, that five-day series is going to be one for the books, looking at the fact that it comes straight into the festive season, especially when uh, people are at home and they're looking forward to uh, the games. So that is where one can base uh, their time on, uh, looking at the fact that you don't want to be in the streets going out and wasting money that you don't have. So you'd rather just watch cricket, yeah, right? Just stay at home and watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I, can, if I can quickly confirm to them some of the players because yes. Pemba Bavoma is coming this time around. I remember he had a poor performance mm. where he was put aside and the Aiden Makram had to take the, the unbent and lead the team there with the yeah. uh, T20 as well as this wonderful ODI. So it's Pemba Bavoma, it's David Bedingham, there's their new names as well. Again, Andrew Berger, Gerald Kutia, Tony Gizosi, Dean Elga, Marco Janssen, Keshav Maharaj, Aiden Makram, Vian mm. Melda, Lundin Kiti, Kigan Peterson, Kakesura Bades is also coming in, and then there's Tristan Stubbs, and lastly, the Calvary. Those players will definitely participate in the uh, test series against this wonderful India. So I think we've got a crop of experience with the likes of Kakesura Bades coming in. should do well. And with Tembaba Puma, hopefully, he will pull up his socks. Yeah, that that really looks like a, a solid uh, team. Uh, when you look mm. at it, it doesn't look like uh, really the uh, the coach did uh, so much of work in terms of uh, messing or moving things around in a way that we often always said that if it's not broken, why fix it? So yeah. we, we are just seeing uh, the, this uh, so team uh, solid. Uh, are you confident in them actually coming out victorious here? Yeah, I think they must turn the tables around us. We lost the the, the, the trade ODI series, so mm. we, this is an opportunity for us to 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 to, to do well. My only concern can be a rainfall, as you know, uh, it's been a, a month of rain. So let's hopefully uh, well, this wonderful first uh, series will go up, up until its conclusion. Yeah, no, uh, most definitely. I want us to leave it here, uh, but remind our listeners that we're still in conversation uh, this morning uh, with Modiba Peter, who's our sports commentator, uh, just taking us to uh, the top of uh, two o'clock uh, this morning. Uh, we are touching on different sporting codes, reflecting as well on uh, the year 2023, where the games are concerned. Uh, you at home, you're welcome to also just join in here and give us a sense of uh, what you're making or how you're really seeing uh, the year 2024 fair. Uh, looking at how 2024 was, uh, looking at the games and uh, different sporting codes uh, here. Uh, we haven't really spoken much about golf uh, lately, Mudiba, but I see that we have it on the agenda uh, this morning. Let's also reflect on, uh, you know, golf and what's happening there. I know Louis Oosthuizen was also in performance here. There was also that Mauritius uh, Tour Open uh, that took place in terms of uh, what has been happening. Uh, just give us a sense of how this South African has fared in terms of the games of uh, golf. Indeed, Esichek has been uh, itching to win because he hasn't won any title in the last five years there. So, but this time around, in the space of a week, he managed to grab a victory in the DP Tour that took place at the very Mauritius Open there. And then also a week later on, 
He managed to do well in the Alfred Daniel Championship at the Lopat Creek. So I think, yeah, it was so good for him as he obtained the 17 under pass score there. So, and he was also uh, performing against the likes of Laurie Kenta, uh, Sebastian Sigabek. David Brown, as well as Yaku Stevillias. In terms of the how the other golfers they obtained their positions, uh, we saw. In fact, we saw him again doing so well with Ostasen there when he when it was the, on the finals round there, where he had a, just one shot and then managed to obtain the the the, the whole the. How do I put this one? Mm. The fourth and the fifth holes, yes, the boogies. We call it them the boogies, where uh, he managed to obtain from that those two holes, and then also at the same time. Uh, the other qualifier uh, by the name of Sidney Sebastian managed uh, six pedis uh, as he finished in second there. So, but then let's see going forward. And in terms of the positioning, he finished on minus 17 and then 69 points. Larakenta uh, uh, as well second with minus 15, 68. And then we saw Sebastian Sigabed there at number three sharing the price alongside the, I the position alongside David Brown as well as Yakis de Villiers. And then with also uh, Jaden Skepa there at number six. So all in all, yeah, it was just a good win after having not done well in the last five years. So, so let's see going into the new year how he will perform. But he did it. It's a very well done to him, uh, uh, Mr. Louis Ostehigan. The game of golf, uh, Mudiba, do we see it really, uh, when you look at it, uh, being zoomed into as much as we see uh, the other games? Because I was trying to reflect and say, really, what, what did we get to speak about that was big in terms of the games of uh, golf? I think Louis Wisthazen is the only name that tends to be a regular feature uh, when we would talk about uh, this particular sporting code. In, in terms of the year that was, how do you think we're doing just as a nation where this... Uh, the code is concerned. It's a good uh, sport, which is liked by you see those kind of rich people where they always <laughs> take it as a measure to. So it's a rich people's sport. Yeah, it's a rich people's sport, and they really enjoy it. I enjoy it. So it mm-hmm. is very interesting. I remember previously we spoke about the likes of Nishitekat. Mm-hmm. You remember those names, those long names, very interesting for me. So, but I always enjoy observing and learning much of it. Yeah, I always just see them, the caddies, and I just always feel like it's just a show-off kind of a sport. <laughs> yeah, and it's a theoretical part, so you need to know your theoretical part when analyzing golf. That's what I think I learned about golf. Oh, really? Also, yes, yeah, do a follow-up with the names of boogies, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's how I picked up when it comes to that. Mm, that, is, uh, that is nice, man. Uh, do, do, if it's a rich people sport, do we see it uh, one day? Do we then find uh, some of these schools offering it? Uh, how, how, how does one get into uh, being a, a you know a, a, a golf, golf player. player? Very interesting because usually they go to those, uh, how can I put this one? Uh, the pl- places like the... Uh, but I, I, I can't remember those kind of towers, the different towers mm-hmm. where they visit there, and then that's where they are being taught to so well. But it's, it's a very scarcity spot when it comes to local schools and locations, but most of the time in those good places like towers. Uh, we are calling for transformation uh, within this <laughs> yeah. particular sporting code uh, because it can't be an exclusive sport if then, mm. you know, sport is meant to unite us and it's meant to really bring about as much uh, cohesion as we would want as a nation here. Uh, but congratulations are in order here to Louis Osthazen uh, for his performance there where this Mauritius Tour Open is concerned. And we're hoping that he continues uh, with this, uh, you know, victory uh, kind of a trend. Uh, we want him 
to be uh, one person that is a regular feature uh, when you look at what has been happening in this particular sport, but we're still calling for a transformation uh, within the games of golf. Let's go to rugby. It was uh, one of our favorite this year. Uh, yeah. yeah, it managed to tick all the boxes. <laughs> and like we are now rugby Fanatics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the regalia and all to prove it. So uh, let's talk about about the game of rugby. It really came through for us. We even managed to score a public holiday by yeah. them just becoming a bunch of winners here. Uh, how was the year, according to you? I was just saying that there was no sports rep without rugby. That's what I said. Yeah, no. <laughs> so the entire year. So every time in our talking point, there's always rugby. So yeah. uh, what I learned is that one Napoli World Cup that took place this year. So it was so interesting, especially how we defended the, our title catch on Sunday. You know, by, mm. uh, we were playing three tough matches. And in those three tough matches, I remember against France, mm. Argentina, and they're all, they're all blacks in the final against the New Zealand, I should say. So where we won by one point each in each and every game and yeah it was always tense team. right i mean you're very tense very <laughs> tense and tough and the most tricky part is that game yeah england you see that game that yeah game where, remember we were training 59 and then we had to live from mm. uh, uh, uh one of our players there to come and see do the andre pola to come and do the penalty there so that's where things we um we changed immediately especially with that try i think the try from chisling Volbe helped us so much whereby uh, Andrew Pollard when he came in for Manili Bogde, he managed to convert that penalty and then we won the game 16-15 mm-hmm. and uh, by that time it was so late and we were through the towers saying we won't win this match and our journey finally ends here but surprisingly the Matibas Magic came in and I remember <laughs> I, I I'm a part of Magic you still remember the time where we phoned the, the call, call. Day, the call <laughs> yeah, say yeah. yeah I, I, I still remember so well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, rugby actually was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that call from the president. And, and, yeah, and now I didn't know that one. I, I promise any holiday, you know, I'm under pressure, you know. <laughs> hey, 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 that's true. <laughs> and we're just anticipating that holiday yeah. immediately after we won the, the trophy. But Amaposa mm-hmm. uh, just sacrificed it for the sake of the children as the children uh, were busy with the preparation <laughs> of the exams. So no, it was not just for the children, man. You can't just decide. <laughs> you know, you don't just wake up and decide here. You know, there are processes yeah. in place here. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. but really, we see it eventually coming through a uh, long weekend. It, we were not going to have a long weekend because the 16th was on Saturday, right? So it, we, yeah. we were just actually lucky to score a long weekend through uh, this particular uh, game. But it may also managed to unite us. I was telling Sandile that uh, the tag uh, are stronger together. Uh, gained so much momentum on social media and we saw now everyone uh, all races just rallying behind the boys and we also learned a lot because in some mm. of with some of us especially you and i got away we didn't know how many how much does it try a uh, yeah. hour <laughs> uh, but it's five points now we need five points and then uh, a penalty is uh, i think it's, it's two points mm. and then there's also a what you call conversion yeah conversion is two points and then the penalty is three points now we know 
Yeah, no, we we I actually was saying as well that you know every day was just uh, uh every time we meet it's just it was just a learning curve uh, for me mm-hmm. because of the fact that now I'm able to really hold a solid conversation around some of these uh, sporting codes and I'm able to even tell you, yeah, no, Ovis, what? Hey, no. Yeah, all of those terminologies, man. Uh, and and really, uh, when you look at it, it was really a lovely year uh, for the game here. Well, what are we expecting in 2024? So that trophy is with us for four years. Yeah, it's with us for the next four years. And mm-hmm. then we saw our very own coach, Jack Nyabeb, is going to coach the new star, as we always speak about United Rugby Championship. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe they might say, come and coach us for three seasons. And then mm-hmm. when we the last year that is left, we must prepare for the World Cup. We must come and assist the team to defend the title. But we'll wait and see. And when we get something, we'll let the listeners as well come 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I found myself having to research Rukimang Web Ellis. How did it come about that this trophy is called <laughs> Web Ellis and, and the history behind this particular trophy? And we're hoping that at least it will it would be safe here in South Africa because the last time we saw that there was that break in, it was compromised. Yeah. Uh, you know, most of Africa we already want to steal this trophy. <laughs> So is it safe? Is it safe as we speak right now? What happened there? Yeah, but hopefully now it, it, it is safe. And then we saw also the tour where they mm. had to go in different provinces and it was so successful as well. Mm. So, but what is left is for us there to prepare well. And then some of the players, as we spoke about, remember the Investec Cup that took place last week and the other week before. Yes. So players must convince the coach. So let's wait and see. And recently, you are also taking place this coming weekend. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, no, we are also spoiled for choice because I even almost forgot that, no, we have the uh, rugby, you know, United Rugby Championship that is also uh, in place here. Uh, so l- l- let's look at the fixtures. Uh, I mean, that URC returns back. It's back as yeah. we speak. Uh, so what, what can people anticipate here? Yeah, as the matches taking place today, there's Glasgow up against the Edinburgh as at twenty-five to nine, and there's also Ulster up against the Connacht as well at twenty-five to nine. Then to, tomorrow we've got the Zebri up against the Benetton at two o'clock, and then there's Thomas up against the Bulls. It's a big one there at six o'clock. So uh, uh, on Tuesday, the, the also reality uh, will be continuing there. The Cardiff will host the Dragons at four o'clock, and then the Scarlets will host the Esprit at quarter past six. And lastly, the defending champions, the Munster up the list, the top of the uh, of the league block battle there. So we yeah. wait and see who, who which team will win here because the winner will definitely go top of the lock. But up to so far, it's Minister at the top. Yeah, no, it looks like they've been uh, in best form uh, when you look at how the mm. things have been going for them over time. And we're hoping that at least uh, we'll see uh, just the rugby also dominate next year uh, in terms of one sport that was able to unite us. Sandina also want to throw in uh, something here. Yes, um, because okay. since now you're mentioning um, sports uniting people, right? And I'm looking at something here. It speaks about the test uh, matches that are coming up next year, actually, in yeah. our country. And I'm looking at some of the date that um, we're playing with um, Ireland, Ireland, rather. Uh, or like yeah. on 6th July. I think it's, the, I don't, I'm not sure when it starts, but I see the first match is on the yeah. 6th of July. And I, I saw that tickets are starting to get, uh, to are starting mm. to get sailed uh, on, in January, they say. Yeah. 
So it's going to be interesting because mm. those, as like I said, players must just convince the, the current coach. I think it's Rafi Rasmus who's in charge because uh, as I said, it's like Inabera has gone to Leinster, so they must just convince the coach because they, they, as Kasha has just said, the rugby stand well, it's wonderful mm. uh, morning, I should say. So I also get a mind of the Black Park, the, the Springbok 7, they are also on the title as well. So, mm. yeah, we are still for Jonathan. I think when this day, day, day comes by, we will do well by the use of things because experience experience, experience. I think the, the coach might also call 80% of the players who participated in the World Cup and also make some 20% of players who are doing well in the LIT, URC, the rugby championship. Yeah, no, really when you look at it, uh, we need to ensure that we, you know, put so much of emphasis, so much of uh, support into those that are also leading uh, these particular games. I often say that uh, when you are a coach, it really, you'll find yourself uh, trading on thin ice because uh, one thing goes wrong, you're out Mm -hmm. and we've seen that. Uh, So we often also have to keep them in mind uh, when some of these developments are happening here. Uh, But uh, it's really behind the sports support the sports as much as we can uh, because we've seen that it's able to uh, unite us in this particular regard i want us to move modiba to the games of football as we inch to uh, the top of two and look at really what came out and what we can expect here in terms of where the games are concerned we are looking at ensuring that we get a sense of uh, TS Galaxy and Stellenbosch the uh, culling a black label knockout uh, that is one uh, that really is in anticipation as we speak right now but let's let's start there and then we'll go into the others and I remember I said the uh, Stellan Bosch will win this one, and they did just that. So mm-hmm. they put my prediction right. So in that regard, <laughs> so we saw a wonderful final that took place last weekend, uh, last week Saturday at the Moses Market. You always call them these things. I think you have an eye that sees these <laughs> things. You know what I mean? You can see it from far. Uh, to say, because uh, nowadays, when you say your predictions, I don't take them for granted. I'm like, mm, okay, <laughs> let's wait you next week. Right, yeah. You'll come through, and then you'll prove yourself right, and and and, and the like. This was a cup final when you look at it. Yeah, it was a cup final, and the Chess Galaxy were looking to avenge because Mm. when I reflected back to last season, they lost 6 3. Uh, with the space of 90 minutes against Stellenbosch at their very own backyard, the um, Bombella Stadium, and then also recently this season, Stellenbosch pressed them 3 nil. so they were looking to avenge, but it wasn't to be on the day. They scored first uh, at Chase Galaxy there with Ronald Mugella, but unfortunately, Stellenbosch bounced back in the second half there, where we saw one of the defenders there, Ismail Torre, scoring a crack off a goal. He's bent it like a striker, but he's a defender there. So then the full game was forced to extra time, then they were still uh, one all. so it, it I decided to the luxury of penalties where uh, they missed two penalties at TS Galaxy and Stellenbosch ended up winning that final uh, penalty shootout by 5-4. So we, we were crowned champions. I think it's a credit to Coach Steve Parker as he's been coaching the club there for seven years. So without a trophy, I think the management as well deserves credit to, of the fact that they've been patient with the coach. because we've seen with the other big teams like Kizachis, I can give an example, where some of the coaches have been coaching for the whole nine years, but uh, there's no trophy up so far. So, and you look at players like Jaujala uh, Sukhota and Darrell Macheke, who comes from Kiza Chiefs, and they left Kiza Chiefs without uh, any top of silverware. He comes and joins uh, Bosch and they grab the silverware. So, something to be shout about the, the whole season. So, it's good, and then it's well done. So, so those crop of players who have been doing well, they've been playing in stunning football with Dion Van Royen, 
the Hram Rainers who walked away with 400,000. This has been one of the match on four occasions. They, as it was said, that whenever you are aware the rest of the match, you are uh, given incentive of 100,000. So with that, it's a very well done to Stellenbosch and their coach, Steve Park. Yeah, no, a really, really uh, a, a job well done for them. And when you look at it, uh, this was their first silverware, if I'm not mistaken, Mudiba, yeah. since their formation in 2016. We see them really moving to fairway well in this particular regard a career defining moment uh, when you look at it for most of these particular players here after having gone under so much of the pressure uh, to come out victorious against TS Galaxy Indeed, and if you look at Stellenbosch in particular, you realize that they've lost majority of key players. You look at Jinnam and Dieta, Ibrahim Jabbar, Vusis Bia, Olo Tumakanya. Actually, Dupree, I can name so many players that they, they were so key in that team. They left the club, but still, I think the development also deserves credit. They've been doing ever so well. They continue where they left off, and they were going into this wonderful final. They were just doing well, threshing. I remember Cape Town's first 3 nil, Richard Bay were 3 nil, Amazulu 1 nil. They also won against Cape Town City in a Cape Derby 1 nil. They've been doing so well, I think, defensively as well. Which even the goalkeeper also deserves credit. So, you wouldn't think that they are missing a certain players going to Tetra, who just recently joined Kilachi, but still are doing well in his absence here. So, yeah, it's a, it's a work in progress, but up to so far, uh, uh, Steve Parker uh, has been so happy, and it would have been unfair for him to, to lose this final, uh, because when I reflected back to 2009, I realized that he once lost a cup final against Solos in the Netbank Cup. So, it was just good for him, because at some point, he was under pressure when they were taking those those penalties because the first penalty they missed so but then as the pressure came in to the TS Galaxy once unfortunately they missed but then they keep it alert from that so it's well done to them as well yeah no a job well done indeed they ended the year on a beautiful note uh, when you look mm. at this particular victory here and we're hoping that they would continue with the momentum uh, going into the year 2024 uh, because I mean yeah games are also you know they're also unpredictable uh, to Today you can uh, come out tops and tomorrow uh, just by that little mistake one goal and you're down you know what yeah. i mean uh, so uh, we're hoping that the momentum continues here and the coach really experienced uh, so he comes through for uh, the team Stellenbosch as well and hard luck uh, to ts galaxy man but job yeah. well done as well for just reaching this fast wall as you just spoke about the, the, the momentum going forward, mm. I think my only concern will be that there's a long break that is coming up. As we spoke mm. here on the show before, mm. that this mm. Afcon mm. taking place the whole mm. of month of January and the DSTV Premiership will return on the 13th of February. So I just pray that when they come back, they must just try and not don't lose that fitness because I know majority of players will be rusty and there will be too much congestion of fixtures because there's Kev Champions League, there's Nippon Cup, the progression of the DSTV Premiership, a lot will be at stake we will be looking to uh, complete the, 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 the current season. Mm, they must just train and train. Uh, a break yeah. is never always an easy one uh, because mm. you tend to lose that focus. Uh, but uh, we, we're hoping that in February, the 13th of Feb, uh, when uh, things uh, come through and uh, uh, they kick off before Valentine, uh, they'll still be <laughs> in, a, in a good form. Uh, I want us to move Mudiba, but still stay with football. Uh, but look at the DSTV Premiership. Uh, let's uh, bring us those results, man. Uh, Golden Arrows, Orlando Pirates, and let, let's let's see how uh, really the teams fared here where the Premiership is concerned. 
I'll start with the game between Morocco Solos up against Supersport United, where sure. they lost by two goals to one. Our Solos, the Supersport winning after having lost four matches on the trot. There. So we saw Solos taking the lead from um, Cavadino Mango said peace, but unfortunately, they lost concentration at the death there, where Supersport scored the two goals. Matosi as well as Ikodaro scoring the two goals for Matatanta. So in that uh, match, the I Solos, I had this compiler came into the media saying that the uh, players have uh, not trained for 10 days and also there's an issue with the fact of salaries the salaries, salaries were not paid so there are also rumors spreading in that the, the team will be sold for sale so we have to wait and see when we come back from the break and then we saw all the Pirates uh, winning away from home 2-1 against Colin Eros Makuti Kaneza which is his fifth loss so he continues to struggle it's not looking good up to so far although uh, Patrick Masangani as well as Karim Kibuli were the two scorer for Orlando Pirates with Indrisos Bia scoring the only goal there for Colin Eros I think the two goals there for both sides were scored from penalty spot. So, but yeah, it's good because Orlando Pirates so far are doing so well and are trying to climb the top table as currently. They are just seated third on the lo- table with Mamelodi Sundowns. We spoke about them the entire season. 11 matches, all 11 wins, 33 points. So, they mean business. So, let's see because uh, we saw even Midi, they were playing a KF Champions League match against Pyramids, which they won by 1 nil. Then we saw Super Sport United winning 2 1 against Al Hilal. And then Sokud United losing 1 nil against Tadej Malin. So, uh, up to so far, it's interesting the DST Premiership. Yeah, no, uh, they really, really are looking forward to ensuring that uh, they come. I, I mean, I'm talking Pirates here. Uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. talking about their game with Golden Arrows here. Uh, when you look at their performance, how would you rate it? Yeah, it was a good performance whereby they really created chances in, those, in that game, especially Orlando Pirates. Uh, uh, in, in some instances, they were, some of their goals were offside. In some instances, they, they, they were just that's not clinical. But then uh, they came in that game confident, having won five matches. Four, four match, yeah, five matches in all competitions and having kept the five clean sheets and six in all competitions. So, Medicine Chilezi for me deserves credit there. Uh, Tayo Olisanga, Tapelo, Koki uh, there at the back, but he wasn't playing in that game against Golden Earls where they brought in Gosnatis uh, B. If you look at Patrick Masangane, he played a key role in that game as he scored the, the penalty there. But unfortunately, he won't be available. I'll bring the fixtures shortly where Paris, Orlando Paris will be playing Super Sport tomorrow there. So, but then they played so well. They controlled the game so well. Golden Earls, you can see that they are huffing and puffing in that game. Some of the friends were saying now, no, Colin Eros are the feeding team for Orlando Pirates. You know, there's a relationship between the owner there, Matoma Dalla, as mm, well as Ivan Kosa. Yeah. So, very interesting there. <laughs> the dynamics. I want you to give us a sense of the games. Uh, but what can we expect this weekend? So I'll bring the fixtures as well. Mm. The, the, tonight, this is a game taking place between Amazulu up against Cape Town Spurs. Cape Town Spurs, they really need points because they haven't been doing well there. So only won one match against Orlando Pirates. The whole of 14 matches, they've lost them all. So it's not mm. looking good. Amazulu, yes, they're trying their best and they're playing at home. So I think they'll want to uh, collect points here. Moses Mabiga Stadium there. Then tomorrow, there's Golden Arrows up against Cheska So let's see because Mabudikanyes are currently under pressure and he's playing again at home. Hamas Day 
in Pumalanga Stadium is the case that in the in the Super United up against Polokwane City, the Morgan Mamila, I think he will be confident following that 2 0 win that he, he collected lastly against the very same Golden Arrows. The Polokwane City they lost to Kiza Chiefs. I think they will want to do well as well. So yeah, very interesting there. There's Kiza Chiefs up against Richard Bay at FNB Stadium. Those three matches have just dictated that like, kick, kick, will kick or kick start at half past three, and then there's Royal EM up against Morocco Solos there at half past three. So let's see because that issue of saying players were not paid, uh, Steve Compella coming into the media disclosing the fact that the uh, players haven't been training. So I don't know what what what, what been, they've been doing in preparation to this encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, Kise, at least lately she just collected two victories. So I think she'll want to do well playing at home in Herigwala. So and at half past three as well. So Orlando Paris will receive Super Sport United at Peter Mukabako Polokwane. So let's see mm-hmm. if Super Sport United will come to the party or Orlando Paris. I always like the, the, the clash between the two sides because it's always a tough encounter. So I'm anticipating a tough encounter here. But let's see because Orlando Paris are on form. They haven't lost mm-hmm. the game in the last seven matches. So Super Sport United they just need to dig deep here against the on form Orlando Paris. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, there's one game taking place there Cape Town City up against Mamelodi Sundowns question will be, can Cape Town City hand in Mamelodi Sundowns their first defeat or can they hold them uh, to a stalemate? We'll have to wait and see because if Mamelodi Sundowns are to win here, it will be 12 out of 12, yes. 36 points. So they mean best news of Lanamukwena. Well, deserved credit. I've watched them. They're very impressive. And the, the way he's having a good relationship with his players, they're very healthy. They're very interesting. And uh, if Capital City were asleep here because one of the strikers has been recurred, so he will definitely be out of this encounter, Kanisa Mayo. And he's the top goal scorer of the DSTV Premiership. They can struggle here. Yeah, but let's see how they turn up at the DHL Capital Stadium tomorrow, uh, on Sunday, half past three. Yeah, no, uh, we really also are spoiled for choice where football is concerned here. Uh, but uh, I was just thinking, as you said, uh, you know, you spoke about Mami Lodi Sundowns and that game that is coming through on Sunday. Uh, 12 out of 12. I think one of these days we're going to see them uh, just used as a case study in terms of uh, really what has been happening, how a team should be consistent. And you've mentioned the relationship between the coach and the players here and how they will be used as a practical example in one of these days. Uh, to say that if you want to really know of how to go about being, being a, a winning team, uh, look no further than there by Mamelodi Sundowns and let's see how then uh, things tend to fare in this particular regard. But it's going to really uh, be a busy weekend uh, when you look at some of these games and I'm hoping that uh, our listeners as well uh, would take advantage of all of these things that we brought uh, for you. Uh, I, I want us to also maybe Mudiba, get a sense of the fixtures there by Motsepe. Uh, in terms of what we can expect there, I mean, we we time is up, so we don't have that courtesy to go at length around uh, how the games have fared so far. But give us a sense of uh, what people can expect and how they can position themselves uh, in the coming weekend going into the rest of the festive season. I'll also give them the EPL fixture to yes, forward to. Mm. Yes, they are matches taking place. Aston Villa will host Sheffield United today. And then tomorrow, there's uh, Tottenham, uh, West Ham, I should say, up against Manchester United uh, at half past 12 there. 
and the Fulham up against the Bendy at zero o'clock. Then Luton will host Newcastle at zero o'clock as well. And then Nottingham Forest will host the Bournemouth at zero o'clock. Then the Tottenham Hotspur will host Everton at zero o'clock. And then Liverpool up against Arsenal at uh, half past five is a big game. And they are very interesting there. So with the Motor Foundation, I do have results of the matches that took place on Tuesday and uh, Wednesday as well. So on yeah. Tuesday, Marisbeck lost 2 1 against Barocca. And then Makisi FC won 2 1 against Uppington City. Milford FC won 4 2 against Black. Leopards, La Masia drew two all against Vendor Football Academy, and then also Protoran Vesti drew two all against the Obit College, which is top of the lock. And then on Tuesday, we saw Hungry Lions winning 3 1 against Marumo Gallants, Platinum City Rovers winning 1 0 against the DRFS, and lastly, Pretoria Cadiz winning 3 2 against Catholic Stars. Yeah, it's interesting, and yeah, it's all happening. So, so fans are spoiled for choice with some of the encounters taking place this upcoming weekend. You know, Modiba, you've been a star, man, throughout the year um, of 2023. You've moved with us from 2024 going into 2023, and you've really, really come through, man. You've challenged me uh, so much because I'll see you on Monday, Tuesday already. You're already sending stuff to say, this is what we're going to talk about. And I'm like, but this guy, I mean, Friday is still far, <laughs> you know, but that really gave me a sense of how uh, dedicated you are to the team and uh, to this craft and what we're doing here. I've also experienced your growth, uh, you know, as well uh, in this particular space. It has been amazing to watch you grow, uh, be confident in these sporting codes. Uh, you've, you know, more or less moved from being a, a soccer analyst to a sports a commentator and sports analyst. In this regard, just opening and widening that, uh, you know, reach where these games are concerned. And I'm hoping that, you know, we were kind to you too. And we you'd be back and give us the best of you again in the year 2024. Most definitely. I can't wait as well. Whenever I see the sporting code taking place, I'm like, I it's a good preparation. <laughs> I'll research and prepare well and make sure that the, the listeners will enjoy everything that we're going to lead up to for them to, for them to listen and uh, prepare going forward. So it was just a good change for me. I enjoyed every moment it, mm. despite load shading or not. As we always said that it's quarterly hours. So the devil is a liar. So, but everything, yeah, that was just successful throughout the year. Awesome, man. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, uh, you've really, really been uh, one that it, that has been on form uh, where this is concerned. Live one is saying to me uh, that we have a little bit of time uh, on our side uh, because the guest uh, that Mukasa, uh, we're still trying to get hold of Mukasa. Maybe maybe le- let's go into the CAF because we haven't discussed CAF. Uh, but yeah. you know, uh, but le- let's use the little time. Please indulge us uh, with the little time that we have as we try to get hold of our next guest. Uh, let's talk about uh, CAF. Uh, how, how have things been? Uh, they were also in action here midweek. Indeed, yes, we, as we spoke about Mamelodi Sundowns having won one meal against mm. the Pyramid, we saw a double home corner scoring a wonderful strike from outside the box. They, they call it the grass carter there. So, and TP Mazembe did so well as well. So, currently, they're deadlocked with Mamelodi Sundowns on seven points, but Mamelodi Sundowns are top of the group because of the good goal difference. There's the uh, Pyramid at number three and not the ball. So, Mamelodi Sundowns in the next match will host TP Mazembe mm. and other Pyramids will host Nadi 
So I think the, the, the group for, 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 uh, for them is very, very, very open. Uh, so anyone can finish amongst the top two for them to progress to the quarterfinals. It's going to be an interesting mm. finish. So when I come into the CAF Confederations Cup, I realized that Super Sport United under Kevin Hunt, they just won 2-1 against Al-Hilal of Benghazi there. So of Sudan, if I can remember very well. So uh, they were playing at home in Pitamukaba. So we saw Slelo Rasabucha, as well as Etiosa Ikadara scoring the two goals for Matatanta there. When Super United won I watched that game, it was so dull and boring where uh, the, 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 the decisive goal came in in the second half. So, mm. But I think they need to pull up their socks as well because they were just not uh, having that hunger that we've seen whenever they're playing at home. So they need to do better going forward with their coach, Lishawn Olafiam. Yeah, no, uh, most definitely. And uh, we'll, be looking, we'll be looking forward, really, uh, to see how things fare in this particular regard. Uh, Mudiba, please take care of yourself, Mona. A lot uh, can happen. Uh, we're hoping that you'll come back all strong, safe and sound, uh, that you'll mm. be, you know, more or less getting all of those jams as well where sports is concerned. The two weeks will give you a sense of uh, coming back stronger as we also look forward to just getting the best out of uh, the year 2024. We really appreciate you uh, here at home. Uh, and and uh, yeah, we're hoping that next year, uh, 2024, is also kind to you as well. Most definitely. So I also appreciate everything and uh, the opportunity that you always gave me. You, Nebuani, Bonolo, I can name almost all of them. The, mm. uh, some of the presenters in the absence here, and also in the Malinga there. It's also this other one. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed everything. It's also non so I enjoyed it every time I come and dish out the news. So we are always on the same page, and I enjoyed every moment of it. Sunday as well. I remember last time we spoke to you, so we doing hockey, like just like I said two weeks ago. But yeah. it's just a good day. There's also spoo. So with that, I'm just saying that we enjoy a Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year in advance. So we'll meet once again in the next coming year. So. I, I know social media is the second or first week of January. So yeah. I can use that. There will be a lot of talk going forward. Well, our appointment with you, Mudira, is going to be, let's see, our appointment with you in January because I'm still in December. Can you believe it? So <laughs> our appointment is going to be on the 12th of December, 2023. Oh, January. I mean, 12th January. of January, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want this this day to end. You know, you see, because I'm getting emotional. That is our last date, our last hour for the year 2023. Year. Mm. Yeah, but but let's let's meet on the 12th of January, 2024. Uh, take care of yourself, man, and uh, you know, greet the family. Uh, we really appreciate you, and uh, let's do it again, bright and early on the first. Uh, no, that will be the on second. The the second Friday of 2024. <laughs> much, much appreciated. So with that, uh, I am Mutiva Johannes Peter, and this was Sports Rep. Let's talk more next year. Yeah, it's a very good morning. Yeah, it's a very good morning to you, Mutiva. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.